Chapter Fourteen of the Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth, by M. S. Pine. The Salesian Schools, Don Bosco Persecuted testimonials of government officials in eighteen fifty eight don bosco had visited rome and laid all his projects for his oratory of st francis of sales before pope pius the ninth who held him in highest esteem and willingly conferred upon him many privileges the progress of the salesian institutions of turin had now become assured and don bosco was constantly in receipt of applications from bishops near and far his great industrial schools comprising all the trades and some of the arts had obtained a national repute they were found to be among his artisans shoemakers tailors joiners blacksmiths plumbers and printers the salesian professional schools are veritable training grounds of conscience and character and at the same time excellent schools supplied with all that is best in modern inventions of tool and machinery so that nothing may be wanting to the pupils in that progress of which modern industry is so justly proud we have already described although very imperfectly don bosco's comprehensive system of education and its noble results artists too and architects were discovered among these waifs and their talents developed music the first the most beloved and the most universal of the arts was one of the great factors of don bosco in the renewal and enlightenment of these young souls himself a musician with insuperable devotion to the sacred harmonies of the church he made choral singing from the first a beautiful and attractive feature of the oratory all were able to sing and some superb voices were found among these minstrels of the south so that with training they became leaders in the liturgical functions talent for instrumental music too the natural heritage of the italian was fostered and a band was a sine qua non of every oratory the war of eighteen fifty nine caused don bosco much trouble and anxiety known to be a correspondent of pius the ninth whose answer to his own letter of condolence he had printed and of cardinal antonelli and archbishop franzoni he was denounced as a conspirator and his institute condemned as a hotbed of reactionary politics subjected by the government to an insidious and insulting inspection of his schools his dignity and firmness under the ordeal rose to admiration and still more magnificent was his attitude when he appeared before the court de cavour president of the council and farini minister of the interior to repel the charges against him and to hand over to them the hundreds of poor boys of his oratories to be burdened on the state he openly censured the government agents and his arguments in defence of the church of the pope and of his own line of conduct were unanswerable Quote, i have lived twenty years in turin and have written spoken and acted openly i defy any one to quote a line a word in action which deserves censure from the government if otherwise let proof be given then if guilty i submit to punishment but if innocent let me be permitted to continue my labours without annoyance unquote. 
Count de Covert, who had listened with respect, for he was friendly to Don Bosco, assured him in the end that his work would be left unmolested, but exhorted him to prudence in those trying times. And as the priest retired, both ministers rose and shook hands with him. Many orphans made by the battles of Magenta and Solferino found shelter in the oratory, where they were received with open arms. The government deputy Alero writes, quote, Scarcely any reading has so profoundly impressed me as that of the few notes left by Don Bosco on the subject of education, notes which owe their immense value to the fact that their author was not an idealistic dreamer, but rather an idealist full of reality, the animating spirit of a marvelous human work which few thoroughly understood, and in regard to whom that impartial and generous spirit Cesar Lombroso had no hesitation in assigning one of the first places among the few who have attempted initiated and efficaciously evolved a national system of correction and rehabilitation unquote. another testimonial of profound appreciation is from the pen of count gonestabile and presents the apostolic father and teacher in all the charm of daily life quote, one day when i went to visit don bosco i found him at his desk reading a paper on which several names were written here he remarked are some of my little rogues whose conduct is not satisfactory at that time i was but imperfectly acquainted with don bosco's methods and i asked him if he had any punishment in reserve for these naughty boys none at all he replied but this is what i am going to do this one for instance pointing to one of the names is the worst little rascal though he has an excellent heart i will go to him during the time of recreation and ask after his health, and he doubtless will answer that it is excellent. Then you are quite satisfied with yourself, my boy, I shall say. At first he will be somewhat surprised. Then he will cast down his eyes and look ashamed. In an affectionate tone, I shall insist. But, my child, something is wrong. If your body is in health, perhaps your mind is not at peace. Is it long since you were at confession? In a few minutes the boy will be ready to confess his fault, and I am almost sure I shall have no more complaints of him. I listened in silence, conquered by the charm and the sweetness of these apostolic words. I had discovered the secret of the great works this humble priest had successfully accomplished. Many times since, when the sight of the evils of our time filled my heart with bitter sadness, that priestly voice came back to me and gave me hope for the future of a society to whom God sends such reformers. End, quote. End of chapter 14